everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Hello, welcome to Scare Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Burton, and today I am joined by comedian and improviser, Mr. Eric Muller. Hello, Eric. Hello, Lisa. Nice to be back. Yeah, nice to have you. You chose such a great movie. This is a 2012 what I would consider kind of a sleeper. Like, we don't, we've never, I mean... You're a horror movie fan and you were not aware of it. So, I, and I think yeah. that's about the reaction it gets usually. Yeah. yeah, it's, this was great. It's a movie called Resolution. I'm a huge fan and have been for my whole life. I, I'm pretty sure I was seven when I saw, uh, my dad was watching The Exorcist and I came in and, and saw some of that with him and it terrified me, but also I was like, hmm, that's great. Uh, someone once described it, it's like the fear is uh, they were in a different context like fear is like whiskey it's not that it goes away you just start to enjoy the taste are there movies now that you watch that you still have nightmares about or think about later there's The Exorcist is still one um, uh, It if I watch Stephen King's It just because there's so much visceral terrifying imagery even things like the fortune cookie crab as weird as that is it's just like it's so specific and 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 like shocking that it's more the images stay in my head than anything chris it's michael your best friend can i come up yeah man okay i'm coming man, up all right uh, goes to uh, the the woods to meet up with a friend who he believes has reached out to him for help in um sort of uh, and uh, while they're staying at, at this cabin in the woods, uh, which we will get back to, uh, uh, a series of very unusual occurrences start to happen, and, uh, and uh, they realize that they, uh, there's a presence that is possibly guiding their actions. I chose this one because I knew it was kind of a sleeper. Um, I know it's not a very well-known one, and knowing things that you've done on previous versions of the podcast and also what I'm guessing other people are doing, there's a lot of horror is enjoying a bit of a renaissance right now, I think, and so there's plenty of big stuff for people to go for. I wanted to, I wanted to tease out a gem. Um, I found out about it, I think, on uh, maybe Bloody Disgusting or a horror blog of some kind. Um, and my connection to it, I don't know, it was just one of these films where I saw it on a lark and it just struck me as being so, it was meta in a more thoughtful way than, for instance, Cabin in the Woods. So I don't want to, I guess, do we, can we spoil it? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So in the film, uh, in the film, because I my little three sentence thing, I didn't want to describe. In the film, these guys, basically, there's just a series of setups to different possible versions of two guys are in the woods and things start to get mysterious. So there's, we get... It, at first, there's a couple where it's like, oh, wow, that's like a really creepy photo they found in the basement of that cabin. And then it was like, wow, those weird like cult people are out there. And then there's just this string of weird, it's like creepy person at the window, Indian burial ground, missing film crew, blah, 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 blah. And all the way at the end of the film, there's all these like possible ways they play out. And then it starts to get meta where they're being shown footage of themselves that was actually in the movie. And then they're seeing themselves and they start to react against what is happening to them in the movie. So it's a movie about itself. And at the end, there is no creature. It's just this presence. And they're basically apologizing for not giving it a satisfactory horror movie. I personally, most of the time in a scary movie, enjoy when it's not completely resolved. When at the end, either the bad guy wins and you're left with a, oh my gosh, this just exists. 
in the world. Or like Ring is a great example of that, I think. Yes, absolutely. Or when maybe that particular um, time of horror is stopped, there's some kind of like resolution of that story, but you know that that scary still happens, as in uh, The Babadook is another example of that, where mm-hmm. they just live with it. Um, what type of scary ending do you prefer? Um, I think I think I like the ones um, because I like supernaturalish ones. I, I part of just reason I enjoy horror films in general is I like this idea of there is something else out there, right? There's things that man does not understand, cannot conceive of, will never conceive of, and sometimes when they touch our world, it is awful and weird and terrifying and and yeah. So, uh, so therefore, I like the ones that maintain that idea of. This was just one instance of, you know, the eldritch horrors crossing over into our plane. And yes, while temporarily it is abated, still the dark gods dwell below. You know, I like that. Yes. Um, cool. So again, Cabin in the Woods, uh, although they had a clear, decisive end to that film. Uh, the idea of like, yeah, bad shit. There is everywhere. It's happening. And really, the end of this movie is very satisfying for that kind of viewer, mm-hmm. and to me as well. And I have there's theories that I read online, uh, which is why I told you not to read anything about it. That the monster is us. This, I mean, it's literally we are complicit in this film because we, as viewers, demand what. I gave you all these options for a horror film and you guys get out of this? No, I refuse. The people come here to look for aliens. Ghosts and cults and gateways to hell, looking into other dimensions. If you are a horror fan, uh, well-versed in the genre, I think this is like an eight or a nine out of 10. Uh, I think it's just, I think it scratches a lot of itches. It's fun. It's interesting. You always feel like you're in on it and then it gets subverted, uh, which I really appreciate. If you're not a horror fan, it can seem, it it can maybe be a little uh, plodding, a little methodical, not not moving along. So I'd say uh, that would, in that case, it'd be like a six. Look, I know this is a dark moment, but it does get better. This is the worst of it. Okay. They do a great job of character and relationship building, far better than most horror movies do, because it's gen- they're basically two main characters, and that's who we see most of the time. It's great. There was definitely this theme of um, voyeurism, uh, and not in a like, obviously not in a sexual way, but in a like, and not in a torture porn like I just want to watch gore, but it's like I just I want to. I want to see this stuff happening. I want to. I want to be the fly on the wall. So then, when they start to see themselves from our vantage point, it's terrifying to them. Just the act of us viewing them in this situation, uh, in, in a just moving slightly out of frame, it becomes terrifying. And that's before anything really creepy or dangerous seeming happens. That's just the pure fact of them being observed like that is horrifying. Uh, so there's that voyeuristic thing there, and then. Um, I just I like more what the film was saying about. Uh, obviously, there's all the winky naughty horror trope stuff of like, look at all these possible ways this could go. How weird can this film? Ooh, could be the cult, or maybe it's the aliens, or maybe this. Um, I appreciated that, but then I liked when they started to screw with all that and subvert everything. Just be like, yeah, what? Why do I watch horror movies? It made me ask myself that question. <laughs> do I? Did I want them to die? 
was I was that why I was watching the whole time? Because there was a part of me that was like, "Ooh, I wonder which way is going to happen that'll kill them." And I was like, "Wow, what an awful thing about two friends, one of whom's trying to help the other kick a, a drug addiction." Uh, so I, I just I just appreciated being confronted with that in a way that a lot of horror films don't. Where did this come from? Found this library book on our doorstep. Was that? Michael, uh, Michael is the uh, the good guy, and Chris is the crackhead. So Chris, we see this footage of him in the woods, and then now, then Michael is watching it on his computer. And later on, Michael says to Chris, he's like, well, "Why did you send me that video of you? That's why I knew to come help you because you were all drugged out." And he's like, "I never sent that." It's like, look, do I have a camera? I'm a crackhead. And then you're like, oh, so we, the viewer, even set in motion the entirety of this sort of story. Uh, so the fact that it's never explained and it's it's just a supernatural-ish thing, I think is great. Interpersonally, I think there was there was just a scene where it was just the two of them talking, and the guy was like, "Let me kill myself the way I want to kill myself with drugs." That was just me appreciating. That was a good, well written, well acted moment. My favorite supernatural uh, stuff was when. Um, the slideshow starts up and the thing, this force, us, is showing them uh, pictures from their own funeral on the wall where it's them in a casket, like all made up in their thing. So as this entity starts to guide them in the way it wants to go, it does that by basically saying, if you don't do this, these are the consequences. So they see footage of themselves being killed or being dead. They later hear, find a CD that has audio on it of them being shot. Uh, and so this thing is basically giving them contra examples to, to work away from. It's, oh, love it. There was weird crackhead guys, so it could have been a, it could have been like a Hills Have Eyes sort of thing. Yeah. There was uh, creepy photos that maybe there's some ghosts there. There was um, the book with the weird like non-English journal there, which kind of ends up being explained a little bit, the French people. Yeah. There was Indian burial ground, there was cult, there was the weird woman at the window who was from like a drug halfway house or something tapping. That was creepy. That was so creepy. Her face was, and they ne it was just far enough away that you couldn't get a distinct read on her face. Uh, yeah, so there were, of those, I, want, I think whatever one would have been the most supernatural because I liked how creepy it was so I, my, my hope was that the place was haunted by something uh, missing ghosts or those creepy photos were the ones that stuck with me the most was like is that like a weird sex bondage like what's happening here um although the real ending i think was just far better than all of those i think they could have started the supernatural stuff maybe a hair sooner so there was a, there was there was almost I think a, an embarrassment of riches of possible subplots, which is part of what they were going for I think. But it almost became comical where I was like, Jesus, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here. So I would have maybe tweaked it ahead a little bit. But even then, when I think back on it, there was a moment, maybe a third of the way through the movie, where they had an effect that they would do, where it would be like like a stutter in the in the screen and it'd be like a weird like sound effect or something. It's just it was creepy. At one point one of the characters noticed it though. He was like, what was that? And it was like, oh I thought that was just for my benefit as the viewer. <laughs> that was a thing that happened in the in the world there. So they were doing some breadcrumbs. I would have put a few more sooner. 
and then ramped up and maybe at the end I would have gotten a little more batshit crazy uh, you know because they had basically two intersections there of the this drug dealer or this guy who owns the house uh, comes back and he ends up shooting the two crackheads who they, they got away from which was good, but I would maybe had some more stuff in there too. The cult, that that girl at the window, really kind of mix it up. Oh yeah. Uh, but again, that's maybe getting too close to Cabin in the Woods. So. <laughs> I would like to, you know, what I'd really like to know. I'd like to know what his relationship with horror films is. I'd like to know where he's coming from because he made. He, this is a very thoughtful uh, movie, and it's a kind of movie that could only be made by a fan of horror. But I'd like to hear what kind of fan of horror he is, you know, because there's definitely a way to be a, a, a psychological, like, do you like The Shining and seeing a man peel apart from the inside? Yes, there's Supernatural, but it's about that. Or do you like The Thing and you just like to see blood and guts and, and gore? Um, so, yeah, that's what I would like to know. When Michael, our straight man main character, was in the trailer with that French man. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that guy. That guy basically laid out the thesis of the film for us. Of you know, th So this film crew disappears. There were these French film crew, and they this guy was part of the, the crew. He left at some point. They disappeared, and he's like, yeah, there's an entity in the woods that it's, it demands stories, and it, it craves stories, and stories that have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And then he does that when he's flipping that mirror around and then he shows the mirror. And this is another thing I read on some blog post. It's like, yeah, he points the mirror and then the mirror is showing Michael's face, which means the mirror is intended to be pointing at us. That is for the benefit of the viewer. And it's one of those things that you see in movies all the time. But it's like, oh yeah, but for that to work, it's at the camera, it's at the viewer. And he's like, we're the entity, hello. Uh, he was a creepy little dude. He was creepy. It was during that part that it struck me that I was like, Oh, I wonder if he free wrote up to this point and then got the idea for the movie and then ran it out into the rest. Yeah, I, w I would like to know. And I'm going to go and read up some more on him. And I, I'd like to see what he's doing next, too, because I, I, hopefully he's got something in the, in the hopper. Yeah, I'd be really curious because this was a great movie. Mm -hmm. um, what a good choice. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this podcast. Uh, it is my pleasure. I will happily be on with me. Yeah. What? Which, whoops, which way are you going to die? Yeah. This is okay. My phone is waterproof. Oh, nice. Waterproof phone. We live in the future.